Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Wine A Little. I'm Abby. I'm Rosie. In case you don't don't remember our names from a week ago. Or if you're uh, just joining us. Yes. Um, as I said at the beginning, this is Wine A Little. And yeah, if you hear us a little dead, it's just been a very hectic week for everyone. If you haven't been paying attention. But yeah, especially me and a few of everyone else. So it's going to be a really interesting episode, so I hope I get a little bit more excited as, you know, time goes on as we're recording. Yes. <laughs> How has your week been? Um, there's a lot to talk about regarding this week, but um, I will start with, I will just talk about my personal side of the week. I started playing Animal Crossing again, and I actually really got into it. Now I understand. Now that I know how to play, I understand. And it is addicting. But, eh, I still like Stardew Valley more. Isn't it similar? Like, concept-wise, kind of? Isn't it, like, a kind of similar? Kind of, but I think Stardew Valley is better, personally, because, mm-hmm. first off, the storylines in it, when you make your friends and, like, it's just, it's like a whole thing. It, it, it really, really is underestimated, like, or uh, underrated. Like, there's so, the whole, it really touches on the concept of loss, alcoholism, depression, anxiety. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So I was can, not expecting that. So can you consider Stardew Valley kind of like an adult version of Animal Crossing in a way? It is definitely adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw the video that I sh- I don't know if I shared you the video of when I got into a fight with someone and just sent them flying. Yeah, you did. You sent it to the group chat. Yeah, so it's it's a little more adult, but it's still not completely adult. But it's it's a it's a fun game. I did finish Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, um, no, I'm I'm thinking about watching it. I think my niece is watching it currently. You need no, you need to watch it. Like that show I watched when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. when I was younger it was phenomenal then it still holds up right almost a decade later it still holds up and I can appreciate the meaning of a lot of things more no, now right. and this this show is phenomenal and it's so powerful and if you have not watched Avatar The Last Airbender watch it it's on Netflix go watch it I'm now watching Legend of Korra but I still my heart will always be for Avatar. Avatar has just become the number one slot for me for my favorite show. You know what's funny uh, after you told me that I should start watching it and whatnot um, I've been seeing a lot of like, memes and tweets and like posts on Instagram in general about it and it seems like everybody started watching it again now that it's on Netflix so I find it funny that you bring it up and you told me to watch it but I'll see how I can fit into my schedule because you know working basically full-time and I still go into class because I started class again which is not so bad my professor this time around he seems really chill he's from New York um which is awesome um he put his little bio piece from Brooklyn or whatever and I thought it was kind of cool so I met with him on Saturday because I was confused this is something brand new for me and usually I get a little apprehensive when things are brand new because I'm like oh my god I don't know what I'm doing and I like and I like to know what I'm doing so um, I went. I met with him at 9 a.m. on a Saturday because he's doing live classes on 9 a.m. only just to make sure that I was on the right path because I'm really not trying to fuck up my 4.0. Yes, I have mm-hmm. a 4.0 and I'm trying to graduate with a 4.0. So um, yeah, it was just, it was interesting. He seemed really chill. He's like, oh no, you're on the right track. Um, just, just do this, this, and this and you should be good. And I was just like, oh shit, like he's really helping. So it was, that was an upside. Um, 
for those who don't know, and I just want to briefly touch on this because if not, we're going to wait. I wouldn't say waste, but I would end up talking a whole hour about everything that's going on. But who, for those who don't know, protests have started or are continuing. I shouldn't say started because we're recording after the fact that it started, but protests have started about, you know, and the Black Lives Matter movement, again, is in an, I wouldn't say uproar. I don't know what words I want to use, but all right, we're angry again. <laughs> Not that yeah, we yeah. ever stopped being angry, but we, we're angry again, you know. Unfortunately, another Black man has been murdered by the police. I don't want to say killed. I want to say murdered. That's exactly what it is. Um, murdered by the police again, and we're just tired, and I'm honestly... Not only because I'm emotional, because I'm PMSing and my period is supposed to be coming any day now, and now I'm stressed the fuck out. I'm just pissed. Like I am so angry with. with it's a, uh, I'm so angry and so done with arguing with white people and Hispanics who swear they're white that I'm over it today. Like I am over it this week. I am over social media. I am over the news. I am over everything. And I get that people. Not everybody. Um, agrees with the rioting and stuff like that and they may not understand where the rioting's coming from but let me try to explain it out loud without textual words as I think Martin Luther King, King said since everybody loves to quote him riot is the language of the unheard blacks and people of color are 100% fucking tired of the racist system that we have going on here in the states we are tired, we are frustrated, we want to live and be in peace just like everyone else. And I say we because I stand by the Black community, I stand by my Black friends, I stand black by my Black brothers and sisters, I stand by them. And I'm not going to be quiet about it, whether we're on the podcast or on our page or even on my personal page. And I just wanted to say out loud that this is the most frustrating thing ever, and I'm so glad I'm kind of living through it. Because when my children are born and they're in school and they're talking about the 2020 riots and what happened, and you know how the history books love to fluff up the United States, I get to tell them this is not how it went down. I feel like we're living back in the 50s and this is the civil, um, civil rights movement and we're still struggling with this. There's no reason why it's 2020 and racism is still prevalent. It is no reason why in 2020 black people can't go jogging or buy Skittles or be at a traffic stop, or go to Walmart, or play cops and robbers, you know? And if those stories don't sound familiar, think of Sandra Bland, think of Tamir Rice, think of Trayvon Martin, you know, think of Eric Garner, who also, you know, started with the, um, that campaign started with the whole, I can't breathe, like he wasn't, um, George Floyd was not the first one, you know? The way these cops, and don't get me wrong, we know that all, not all cops are bad, but this goes without being said. We know this, you know? And the fact that we have to continuously explain this to a bunch of people who are so ignorant, it's very tiring. So for the love of God and everything you believe in or whoever you believe in, start listening to your friends who are people of color. Start listening to your Black friends. When they're telling you something, it's not because they're taking it out of their assholes and just want to talk about this. They are they are physically, emotionally, and mentally fucking tired. If I'm tired, I cannot imagine how they feel, you know? And don't get me wrong, you know I identify as Afro-Latina. You know this, due to family history and stuff like that. So technically, you know, my family history, most of my family, they're Black in race. 
For those who don't know, ethnicity and race are two different things. So please stop getting them confused. They're not interchange. They are not interchangeable. Your race is not your ethnicity. Um. So yeah, I do identify that way, but I am still light skin at the end of the day. I may get brown in the summer, but I am still light skin. So the fact that I know that a darker skin Puerto Rican or a darker skin person that I know could have can go through such a thing. How do I look saying standing by so quietly? How do I look as a woman who dates black men stand by so quietly while the people that I may date or love in the future or whether now or later may get killed by the cops or may get killed by racist white people. And I say, no, you know what? Let me not even say white because there's a lot of racist people in different groups. Asians have been raised racist, you know, Hispanics have been racist towards blacks. Um, there's lots of people. Anyway, the point is that I am tired. The riots are, and please be um, kind of aware that the riots that are happening, it doesn't necessarily mean that the people who are protesting are the same ones who are rioting. I think people need to start being aware of the fact that people who are evil in general, or people who are just fucked up in the head, are going to take opportunities like this in order to kind of, how can I say, um, to change the agenda and make it look like it's the protesters that are doing this when necessarily it's not happening. They're just taking advantage of the fact that this is happening because they know that the blame is going to get put on the protesters, right? You know, there are people out there who apparently are getting paid to go during, um, to be a part of the protest to do fucked up shit, like spray paint on buildings and stuff. And I've seen videos already. I've seen live footage of people are like, we're not telling you guys to do this. What are you doing? Stop painting on the walls. And those people literally ignored the women who were speaking to them and kept painting on the walls. And like, this is not us. This is not us doing this. And I want everyone to know that this is not happening because of us. We're not looting. We're not rioting. We're not breaking these buildings and stuff. This was not us. So I know people are angry and they're like, this is not the way to do it. But every person that have asked, how would you go about this then? Has no answer for me. We tried peacefully. We were kneeling. We tried peacefully. We were calling up government officials. You know, we were sending letters. We were pleading on social media. We were doing everything we can do peacefully. No one listened. So what's next? And I'm just going to end it there because, again, like I said, we're already 10 minutes into the episode. And I don't want to spend a whole hour speaking about this because, like I said, I've been angry, stressed the fuck out. And I've been crying almost every other day because of this. And it's just really fucking frustrating. And I cannot imagine how everyone else is feeling about everything. And I'm a little depleted right now. So if throughout the episode you don't hear me so kind of like woohoo and laughy like I'm always, I usually am, just know it's just everything's just waiting heavy on me. Because as an empath, I feel it all. And it fucking sucks that people just can't go outside and just be peaceful in general or it just sucks. And don't get me wrong. Like, for those who are listening and know that Rosie is white, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Rosie to death. Rosie is just a woman who happens to be white, and we have distinguished this before. It is not her fault, and we know this. It's not that we hate white people. It's not that we hate, we can't get along with white people, or we feel like, you know, they're the worst thing that's ever happened, but at the same time, they have been the worst thing that's ever happened. (laughs) I was about to say, that is kind of true, though. Yeah, because even, like, you know, Rosie being Jewish, you know, we know what Jewish people went through. We know what the Holocaust is. We know how fucked up that situation was. So, uh, and how there's, you know, they still get shit. Like, even in 2020, Jewish people are still getting shit. 
So I'm not going to say like, you know, it's all white people. We know this and it goes without saying. And I am very proud of the white friends that I do have because they have been speaking out way fucking more than my Hispanic counterparts. Way more. I have never seen so many white people so fucking angry and I love it because you know what? The minute that they start getting angry, maybe everyone will start listening. So I'm going to end it with this. White people, the ones who are fucking smart enough to listen and not be ignorant, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for being there for us and helping us and trying to bring awareness to the situation and educating other white people about this. We are proud of you guys. We know you're dope as fuck for knowing that this shit is wrong. Rosie, you know I love you. And you know, everything I say, I never say it to offend you or anyone else that I do love and adore because we know, but we also know that it's not really necessarily about you in general. It's just, I needed to speak my part because I've been holding so much in and typing is sometimes is never enough. It's just something I needed to say out loud. So for our listeners listening, you know, there are ways to help. If you can't go protest, like even me, because I'm still scared to go outside because of the coronavirus, because it seems the coronavirus disappeared after this whole shit happened, which I understand. We, we actually have only 56 cases now, or 56 deaths, I think. And like at the start, it was serious? like 800. And then today wow. it's now down to 56. But A day? No, just for, I think, just in one day. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Ever. So we are getting better. We're getting to the point that it's kind of slowing down, which is great. Awesome. I hope we're able to open by 2021 fully without issues. Um, but yeah, let's just move on. Cause like I said, I could spend a whole hour talking about this. I'm just frustrated. Just start listening to your friends, please. So when we say we're frustrated, you do not get the right to tell anyone, a person of color that they shouldn't be frustrated. And you also don't get a per- the right to tell a person of co- uh, color how to react to all of this. We're tired. We're done. And that, that it's that sentiment, which is exactly why I have not commented yet on anything you said because it's it's a fight that I'm willing to fight in, but it's not a fight that I'll ever truly understand because clearly I'm white bread. So, <laughs> so yeah, as a white person, it's just better to sit back and listen. I mean, do something. Yeah, for sure, do something. But when someone, when a person of color is telling you, hey, we're getting systematically murdered, you really need to listen. Right. All right, so what's our first segment for the day? Let's get happy. I want to be happy. I need to stress, de-stress. Well. I love our podcast, and I love what we're doing here, so yeah. So our first segment, or second segment, because the intro is always first, (laughs) is the wine of the week. So my ass, as in Abby's ass, and everyone everyone knows that the goal of the podcast, not the goal, but like part of the podcast is that me and Rosie drink while we're, you know, recording. But of course, Corona, and it's a little hard to get the wines that, like the same wines all the time. So there's going to be episodes where we are going to be in sync. And there's going to be weeks where we're not in sync, like today. We're not in sync, but we are going to feature the wine of the week. And then we're going to probably talk a little bit about the one that Rosie decided to pick up. Um, But yeah, so my crazy ass went to a warehouse of last weekend it was, and I spent $110 on liquor. But in my defense... They were all $10 or under because, you know, warehouses are amazing with their fucking prices. And, like, I am so surprised. So, me being me, I like to try different types of shit. Like, I, I, lo- I love to switch it up. Rosie knows this. I love, I, I try to switch it up. I'm trying to do sweet, dry, medium, you know, all that shit in between. So, I picked up a few things for the next couple of weeks. And we're tr- me and Rosie are trying to get the same ones. It's just been really difficult because, you know. Oh, no. Huh? 
Oh yeah, Corona. Corona. And you know, not every liquor store offers the same type of liquors. So I think for the next couple of weeks, me and Rosie are going to just switch back and forth on, you know, which wines it is that we're going to feature. So for today, um, so yeah, like I said, I was uh, around the fucking warehouse and that warehouse has so many things. I hope that one day I'm able to go with you, Rosie, if you could see the shit. I want to see it. It's so amazing. And it has so many things. It even has the risotto that you love. Like they had all the flavors. Yeah. So this one's interesting. Um, I've never seen it before. Um, I've never seen this brand before, but uh, I picked it up because it was a kosher wine. And I just feel like, because <laughs> I love Rosie so much and she's Jewish and it's kosher, that I wanted to feature it today. <laughs> um, it's called Morad. I think it's Morad, M-O-R-A-D. I would pronounce it Murad, but that's Murad? also, okay. well, don't, don't quote me because mm-hmm. remember, I'm a Jew who doesn't know Hebrew, so. You're right. All right, so it's from Murad Wine, Murad, Murad Winery, and it's a passion fruit wine. So it is a, a white wine that has passion fruit grown in Israel. So this is a wine that comes straight out of Israel. I've never seen it in any store before, and like I said, this shit is amazing. So I took a sip already. And it has 13.5% alcohol. So, you know, when that shit is above 10, it's lit. Um, so, it's even kosher for Passover. It says it, and it has some Hebrew words on it, but I cannot fucking read it, and I cannot show you, so I'll send you a picture later. Oh, yeah, I want to try reading it. I know I know a little bit of Hebrew. Very yeah, little. Yeah, there's some words on here that's um, Hebrew. Anyway, it's 13.5. I spent, like, $10,000 because, again, um... I was at a warehouse. Um, I'm pretty sure this probably goes a little bit more if you're in a regular store. And you can taste the fact that it's wine, but it also tastes so sweet and so good. Like, you would drink this whole bottle and not notice. So be warned. So, yeah, so wine of the week. And, of course, you know, this um, after the episode premieres, you will see it sometime during the week, the bottle of it and where I found it. And I'll give up giving all the information. But, yeah, um, it's great. Like I said, it's a product from Israel. And I think it's, it's awesome that we're trying shit that's not from California or New York. <laughs> International. <gasps> yeah. We really do need to go international. I'll text you about the idea I just had, but like. But we did last week. We had a French wine that was fucking popular in France. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I just had a whole idea that I'll text you after because. Yeah. And I also featured one from Spain not too long ago. So yeah, we could do this. Yeah. I think that would be quite, quite the adventure. Except we did this shit at Wine Riot, and look, it got canceled this year because of Corona. Corona. Yo, if Corona was a person, I would fight them. Like, I swear to God. (laughs) I am, like, a very angry pacifist, but I would still fight them. I I contradict myself a lot. Like, I'm very angry and always ready to fight someone, but I'm actually a pacifist, and I don't want to hurt anyone. So it's like... (laughs) I contradict yeah. myself all the time. Oh my god, I can't wait to see if we could buy another bottle if we could taste this. I think I'm pretty sure your dad would appreciate it because it's kosher. <laughs> he doesn't drink. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, so he wouldn't care. That's true. But you know what it is? Um, it's it's fun finding kosher wines that's not Manischewitz because I think that's the main main one that you guys tend to drink. And it's the religious wine. It's used at every holiday. For yeah, I know, but. Isn't it the whole point of the religious, like, wine, it has to just be culture? Is, is that the thing? Or is it because it's Manischewitz specifically has to be used? Like, It's usually specifically Manischewitz. I don't, okay. I've never seen any other kind of wine used. I mean, 
There were other, at my holidays, there's always other wines, but there's always Manischewitz for like the, 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 the red blood thing. It's a, like we, it's a, I have to explain Passover, okay. but that's a whole other. I'm trying to, I want to see if they can find the cherry one because I'm interested in seeing how that tastes. Um, I'm try the peach one. Oh, that one too. I forgot. Yeah. So, you know, we were just recently finding out that Manischewitz has a bunch of different flavors. Um, <laughs> Rosie's family mostly only drink the grape one, which is great. It's amazing. It will get you fucked up, though, so be careful. And by my family, she <laughs> means me. Right. I'm the only one who drinks. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I guess we could go to the second sentence. Oh, and Rosie's drink, currently drinking. Um, oh, uh, it's a wine we've had before. It's Wolfer, Wolfer State. I did not pronounce that correctly. Wolfer. Yeah, Wolfer, Wolfer State. Um, but last time we had a white. The white. Mm-hmm. A white one uh i have the rosé table wine somewhere in a bottle it is dry uh but i actually for it being dry i do like it it mm. is very because it's not just there's like a difference between it being dry and being light um i feel like this is somehow lighter than the whispering than the whispering angel mm-hmm. so i think that's kind of why i like it more but it's so weird and you can tell that these are two people t- i'm tasting things because when I tried the Wolfer um, Rosé one, um, I wasn't 100% a fan. Was it the Rosé? Maybe I didn't try it. Maybe the first time I tried Wolfer was the white one, and this and it wasn't too keen on the white one. No, the right, white I'll, one, try, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Yeah, I'll, the white one I think we both had, and we both didn't we like it. We wasn't a fan. Yeah, we, weren't, we were like, meh. <laughs> um, all right, we'll try the Rosé next time together when, we, when we're able to get out the fuck out of quarantine. Um, <laughs> moving on, um, Chardonnay, right? Chardonnay. Did we switch this accidentally? I thought it was bougie boost and Chardonnay. Was it Chardonnay and bougie boost? No, it's usually we switched it accidentally last week, but this ah. it's usually Chardonnay than bougie boost. Um, but I think Abby kind of addressed the Chardonnay yes, as so I, earlier. So yes. we, the last few episodes, we're in quarantine fatigue. Forgive us. All our segments are getting switched around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we're we're indoors. It's, we're we're dying here. Well, mm-hmm. no. Pun- oh, that was poor choice of words. Bad Rosie. Poor choice of words. Jesus. <laughs> but hey, at least I admit it. At least I caught I it and admitted it. You know? So yeah. But- um, right. So our Chardonnay is basically just, if you haven't looked it up, and I don't want to get into it because I already did a rant, but um, just look up Brianna, Brianna Taylor. Look up George Floyd. Look up Amy Cooper. Dear Amy Cooper, fuck you. Oh yeah, you, you talked about last week. Yeah. We talked about Amy Cooper last week? I think we did. The Yeah. I thought that happened. No, Rosie. We recorded before this whole Amy Cooper situation happened. That shit happened Wednesday. That was after the that episode is. premiere. Huh. Oh, yeah, no. Everything started this Wednesday. <laughs> uh, it's just I'm been not... a long week. Um, <sighs> so, quickly, um, for those who don't know about Amy Cooper, Amy Cooper is a white woman who, lived in New York, who lives in New York City, who the governor, I think Cuomo, said that she's not a... Um, um she's not welcome here anymore (laughs) but um yeah so she was a white woman who was walking her dog her adopted dog by the way in the ramble central park and those who don't know who the ramble what the ramble is rosie take it away because i've never been in the ramble but i love the ramble it's one of those places where i went on a walk today and i was looking for it and i couldn't find it it's like a stretch of wooded area but it's like really wooded really kind of secluded um it's just beautiful because you see so many different types of birds there. And 
oh, I saw a cardinal there the other day. Anyway, I go there, like, try and go there daily. It's beautiful, but it is secluded. It's a very, um, I've heard and I was reading about it, but I've never been there myself, and Rosie plans to take me when all this shit is over, but, um, I heard that it's a place for bird watching, right? That mostly people um, look for, like, exotic animals and things because they're there, birds, mostly. Yeah, and it's the thing about the ramble, and I have both good and bad experiences with it, Mm-hmm. is if you go at night of course there's going to be creepy people there because yeah, you're no, there okay. at night and you you can, you can actually get lost in the ramble i'm good no i'm um not not like crazy lost you'll always know as long as you know where north south east west is you can easily get out but the the paths wind and i've gotten lost in there a couple times but that's the fun part of it and it, it's like being away from the city and you you don't even realize you're in central park when you're in the ramble all right, so this is a venture for us later on, and I have so many ideas for us to do. Did I tell you that I found another fucking um, speakeasy? I don't know. You didn't respond to yes, it. Oh, I saw the text. I just didn't respond due to the f- events that occurred oh, right, today. right, 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 right. So, yeah, so Amy Cooper um, quickly um, uh, um, put up the article for this and about George Floyd and ways you could donate um, to protesters who are getting arrested. Um, so she called the cops on a man named Christian Cooper. How convenient. Not related. Uh, Right, not related. He's a black man who is uh, actually a well-known bird watcher. That you know, he's very thing. So when um he's very educated in these things. So when he was at the ramble, at the ramble has this law where you're not supposed to walk dogs unleashed there. Why? And it's because, not. Mm-hmm. That's not a law that you easily could be like like they put one sign and then you have to remember. They have signs literally everywhere. So even if you forget that exists, you just turn the corner and there's a sign. There's a sign, there's a sign, there's a sign. So Point Blank is super illegal. So, you know, as people of color, we have taken to, you know, recording white people because we never know what's going to happen, right? So she goes to a thing, and I'm going to put up, I actually spoke about it on the page already. So whoever's following us on Instagram already saw that I spoke about this and I touched on it quickly. But um, for those who are listening and aren't aware, yeah, so she called the cops on him and became very hysterical, said that he was attacking her on video. He said nothing to this lady, but the fact that what you're doing is illegal. Please put your dog on a leash. In this area, you're not supposed to walk your dogs unleashed. While she's doing all this, the fucking dog, poor fucking baby, is getting choked out at the same fucking time. So I saw that, sucks. I was like, ugh. Yeah, and I don't want to touch on that because I'm not the person who's like, animal lives over human lives. I both believe that it's both fucked up. So yeah, um... That's where all my anger started with the whole Amy Cooper video. And for those who think that New York is such a great melting pot of fucking cultures, yes, it is. But we still have racist people here, by the way, who move to our areas and try to get us out, by the way. Let's just put that out there. Gentrification, yay. Um, sounds about white. Right. Sounds about white. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. So, yeah, our Chardonnay are usually um, shit on the news, bullshit crazy shit that's happening around the world around our area mostly around the world is corona right now so yeah just want to talk about that anyway moving on um bougie booze so bougie booze if you haven't listened to us before and you started listening to us today for some reason our bougie booze is a segment where we give tips and tricks like life hacks and stuff that kind of worked for us um Mm -hmm. and continue to work for us or things that we've discovered throughout the city um places that we want to visit and or we've have visited rather and we find to be fucking awesome we've done we've done features on taco tuesdays um you know we've talked about yeah me too 
Um, we've talked about, you know, places to go get great brunches. Um, we've talked about even great apps that we use that have worked for us, so on and so forth. So you kind of get the idea. So today's Bougie Boost, which is going to actually lead into our topic, which is fucking awesome. Um, me, Rosie, and Elisa, and if you haven't listened, please listen to Elisa's episode. It was fucking amazing. Um, we have decided to like kind of get ourselves a little bit more active, being, especially for me, because I haven't been that active and quarantine and I don't take walks like everyone else. So we decided to start a challenge. Um, we decided to do a 30 day squat challenge that every day it increases about five to 10, you know, squats. And um, we have basically has have held each other accountable. So I guess the bougie boost for today is do things with your friends, like take a challenge with your friends. It doesn't have to necessarily be a fitness challenge per se. It could be absolutely anything that will get you motivated to do something else. And it could be a spicy noodle challenge. Right. Spicy noodle challenge. Um, it could be, you know, who may, uh, kind, uh, let me see, maybe trying a different recipe every day could be a challenge for your friend, a group of friends. Like everyone finds the same recipe and see how it turns out. Um, I highly recommend if for those who watch YouTube videos, look at the Try Guys. Um, they're this group of guys that always uh, find thing, different things to try, but it's they've gotten extra creative during quarantine. So if you ooh. need ideas, I am definitely suggesting you look up their videos because they're funny. But that not not trying to promote them, they have no idea that we exist. But I love them, and I think that's where I got half my ideas to do stuff. So if you need, look at YouTube videos for inspiration. Okay, so um, that was just a few examples. Um, you could think of anything. Honestly, just get on Pinterest even. You know, Pinterest is a great app for finding random shit. So um, make a chance of how to organize your closet. Do it. Even if you do it for yourself, um, just do it, honestly. Uh, I think doing it with a group of friends is fun because you can hold each other accountable. And it kind of gets you thinking and kind of gets you working and doing something that's just not sitting and doing nothing and moping and kind of being frustrated for the day. So, yeah. So, we're up to, I think, day 11 or 12, right, Rosie? I don't know. All I know is we have to do 50 today and my butt is going to be on fire. It's okay. My butt's been on fire since Friday. It's fine. We'll I, feel, I feel like this is not helping me, though. I feel like... My- it takes a while to show up. Remember, we've only been doing it for late 11 days and we started off slow. Um, Somehow I feel. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Ooh, yeah, I forgot that shit ring. Um, yeah. So we started off slow, um, but we're moving our way up. So it doesn't have to be a squat challenge, but you know, find a challenge that you could do with your friends and do it. Maybe start with something that will motivate you to do something else. So the reason why I specifically wanted to do the squat challenge is because I wanted to start working out again, and I haven't really been motivated to work work out, and I kind of miss how my body was looking before quarantine started, or rather before I stopped working out. Like, my legs were awesome. I mean, they're still awesome. But my ass was awesome, and I feel like I lost some, like, elasticity of the muscle in my ass, and I need to go back, and I want to lose my arms and some of my belly, and I want to get into yoga if I can eventually do aerial yoga. So... I want, That's my goal, too. I really want to do aerial yoga. Right. So, like, yeah. So, yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that I was going with this, but yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God, that was horrible. Challenges. Find... Find yes. different challenges to do with friends. Hold each other accountable. Uh, it doesn't have to be fitness. It could be fun stuff or not. Well, for some people, fitness is fun. Right. Which I, you guys, I don't know how you do that. Um, <laughs> so, 
So yeah, um, find a group of friends that you know are going to hold each other accountable and find a challenge to do that will motivate you to do something else. So moving on for the topic of today, if you haven't um, heard the word so many times, the topic of today is motivation. And we wanted to get into motivation for many reasons. Um, me and Rosie do have kind of a challenge with motivation in a way. All the time. All yeah. the time. It's really hard for us to get motivated to do certain things, but we do want to talk about many things about motivation. You know, what motivates us to do um, things? What gets us there? Why do we have a lack of motivation? Ways in, we could, in ways we could improve our motivation. And we just really wanted to touch on this because I feel like even when we started the podcast, it took us a very long time to actually get the ideas together and get our name solidified because you know, there were so many things going on and we kind of lacked the motivation in order to do this. Not that we didn't want to do it. It's just a lot was happening. And even with the revamp, the motivation, we, it was like only slightly there. Right. So we had to like kind of push each other. Is that, all right, we know we started this. We wanted to do this. We were having fun. It's very therapeutic for us. Get the fuck up and we're going to go. So we decided one day randomly to just go to brunch. And we spoke about everything. We spoke about the episodes, um, what we could improve on. And then we talked about names. The very last thing that we actually got when it came to the revamp, ramp, uh, revamp was the name. You know, we kind of fine-tuned the topics. We fine-tuned the segments. And then we got our name. We just didn't feel like our original name was helping us. It wasn't motivational enough for us. It didn't kind of grasp what we were trying to do here. So we're happy with one a little now and we love our name and, you know, we're moving forward. So yeah, motivation. What is motivation? Abby, what is your definition? I can't speak. What is your definition of motivation? Motivation. Fuck. I want to say that the definition for me for motivation is finding the drive and the spirit to do something that you've always want to complete or the drive and the motor, the drive and the will to get to your goals or to get to your end goals. I think that's kind of, so like it's kind of the road that you're on in order to get to the, um, the main destination. So the motivation is the road. So that's how I see it. Uh, prior to looking up the actual definition, um, my view might be tainted now. Um, <laughs> I should have I should have wrote down what I thought it was prior to reading the definition uh, because now all I think is the definition. It's just the thing that lights the fire, the thing that gets you going. The the th- it's yeah, just pretty much that. Keep it simple. But I'll just jump to the actual definition that was brought to you by Google, the Google search bar. Motivation: the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. The general desire or willingness of someone to do something. I mean, yeah. That's so, kind of I mean, the will and drive. Yeah, the desire to not, do it. It's not any different than what we said. Because it, it, everyone yeah. knows what motivation is. It's just getting that motivation is a little hard. Alright, so I, um, that definition, though, I agree with it in a, in a way. Um, sometimes you could be motivated to do stuff and just still not do it. You know, you want to do it so badly. Like, let's say for me, I want to lose weight. I'm not saying I want to be skinny. I don't want to be a size two. I don't want to be a size four. I just want to get down to a weight where I'm just kind of happy with my body. And I'm not saying I'm 100% hateful of my body, but I could improve it. And that's 100% true. Anyone could improve it. I'm not fat shaming. I don't care what you do with yourselves. That's your problem. <laughs> not problem, but that's your prerogative. 
But um, I want to lose weight. And you know, I've struggled with this, but I struggle. You know what I mean? I don't know how to get there. And even when I am motivated, because remember last year, I was waking up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. That Everybody was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I said it to myself, even what was, the fuck? I, right. even, even now, I still think, what the fuck? Because I was at one point so motivated to do it, but then I lost motivation when I didn't feel like my body was changing, you know? And everybody's like, it's going to take a while. You know, you also got to change your diet, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But I struggled with food because, you know, growing up, food was a comfort for me, especially, you know, dealing with bullying and everything. It was a comfort. And honestly, food tastes fucking delicious, especially certain things you just don't want to let go. So, um... You know, the least I can do is try to work harder to, like, work out. But it's also hard for me to work out. I just have such a hate relationship with the gym that it's so hard to get there. Because you go to the gym and you never see people like you. You only see a bunch of skinny women who already got either to their goal or just skinny and toning up and love working out. And that's fine. You know, do you, boo. But, you know, it's kind of discouraging, too, at the same time. So, though, I really do want to lose weight and get to a point where I'm just happy and content. Oh. I still like the motivation 100% to do so, you know. So this is why I brought up the challenge today because since because we've been doing this whole squat challenge because I want to get my ass 100% back, um, it's motivating to kind of maybe wake up earlier in the morning before work and do some yoga to get some more flexibility, especially since now I'm being I'm sitting down more at work for work and I'm not able to really go anywhere. Um, I just really want to do more and stuff like that. And maybe the goal is not to like be 150 pounds or something, but just to get healthy and active again, the way I was, where I was able to lift weights and not fucking die, you know, or be able to do 50 squats in a row and not fucking want to cry at the end of it all. So yeah, but that's just one form of motivation. Um, I have many others. Well, many other lack of, or many other ways I motivate myself. I don't know. Anyway, move on. Okay. I don't know. So there are different types of motivation. Um, there's positive. First, we'll, we'll talk about the, that there's positive and there's negative motivation. So positive motivation really focuses on what will happen, the, the positive things that will happen. Um, and this is brought to you by reachout.com. It's uh, focus on positive things that will happen when you take action. For example, finishing this assignment means I'm only a step away from being qualified. In my case, I also am trying to lose a little bit of weight only because I can't walk anymore without hyperventilating because of the extra weight and that I developed and um, no other reason than that. I just want to get my stamina up and I was advised that the best way to do it is just shed a little bit of weight. And my motivation for that is when I get down to a certain when I start to feel better for like a certain amount of days in a row, I will allow myself a soda. That's a motivating factor for me because for those who don't know, I have a big soda addiction. <laughs> I think when it comes to motivation, it's more about having little goals. So for me, it's okay. If I could finish these 30 days that of me doing squats every day, because if you look at it, we're squatting six days in a row and then we're resting, right? Yeah. So if I could squat six days in a row and do like a 20 minute, 30 minute thing, then after I, I could do 30 minutes of something else of like cardio or something, you know, and I'll add a cardio later on. So I'm trying to start off small to get myself kind of like hyped up again in order to start working out again. Cause I think 
I think when I was working out at five in the morning, it was because I was just happy to get the fuck up early and get out and just be out in the world so early in the morning. I think because we started quarantine and everything has kind of gone downhill and I was going through my depressive episodes, that it was a little bit harder for me to motivate myself. And that's another thing. When you are depressed or you suffer from depression or you depression and you're stressed out or you're really busy, you lose that motivation to do other things, you know? I think when I stopped going to the gym, I was just super fucking busy and there was so much going on in my life. And Rosie knows, you know, medically and, you know, my mom had gotten surgery. Like you just start to get so sad and you just don't want to do anything. So I think that was the issue with me with the motivation and why I stopped the gym. It was just like so much was going on and I was just tired all the time. Everybody knows all I wanted to do was sleep. I would come home, do my homework and go to sleep. Like it was just straight, just sleeping all the time. And I still feel that way that sometimes I'm, I am in school. I am doing the podcast and I am working still. And those who are still working from home should know that working from home, you work way more than you've ever worked in your own office. And the crazy thing is that everything is meshing together. Like your home life cannot get separated from your work life because you're always home. Oh, and it's frustrating. You don't have to tell me that twice. And it's frustrating. Everything is so, becoming one. Yeah, and my I room think is my safe space, and, and it's, it's not no even longer my safe space. Right, and it sucks. Like it's really tiring and everything like that. So I don't know. It's just yeah. So before we keep rambling and going on, let's talk about. Well, rather, let's touch on. Uh, we were talking. We we're talking about lack of motivation, right? We were talking about positive motivation and negative motivation, and I didn't go over negative motivation yet. All right, so yeah, so positive motivation is, for me personally is something that the end goal would be something great, something that's not going to be harmful to you or others. Um, the reason why you're doing whatever you're doing at the end, your motivation for doing something that you do at the end is not because something bad is going to happen or for an act of revenge or for just kind of long story short um your motivation should not lie in other people you should do things for yourself period um as we've always spoke up spoke about so if your motivation lies in somebody else then it's a negative motivation anyway because it's like you're trying to prove to someone else something rather than yourself i actually disagree with that sentiment okay i feel that you can have positive motivation from other people uh such as um let's say like I will not go out to my friend's house until I finished homework. That can be positive motivation. You can put the motivation in going to have fun with other people once you're done with your homework. Um, sometimes you Oh, no, the, that's not what I meant, Rosie. <laughs> that, that's how it came off, so that's why. Oh, no, no. Okay, let me, let me fix that. Let me correct it. Let, let me do it this way. So um, let's say me and you stop talking, right? Let's say me and yeah. you stop being friends. Um, and let's say we've had a falling out because you told me that I, let's say I wanted to start a business rent venture and you was not hundred percent behind it. Cause you said I was going to fail. Right. Failure. Um, right. So let's say you tell me I'm going to fail. What I'm trying to say is that because you told me I was going to fail. Now I have to prove to you that I'm not going to fail. So I'm going to bust my ass and motivate myself just to like truth proves to you. I'm not going to fail. So if you look at it, that motivation isn't lying in the fact that you want to um, get to your end goal is lying in the fact that I want to make you feel stupid. And that's what I mean by um, negative motivation. I don't mean that, all right, if I finish my homework, I'm gonna go out with my friends. So because I want to go out with my friends, then I have to finish my homework. No, I mean that if I have to sit there and the emotions behind my motivation deals with another person, then that's negative because you're not focusing on how you're feeling yourself. You're focusing on how that other person's going to see you, even though that other person 
has nothing to do with you. Like it shouldn't matter what the person thinks. You should be doing it for you. Is what I meant to say. Yeah, and but sometimes it can still be positive in the sense that like it can um, help you. It can it, help you. It can light the fire. I I froze again. You did. It's okay. God it's damn okay. it. But um, it can. It's a good freeze. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take the picture. <laughs> sometimes people can be people themselves can be a motivation um like let's say there's like a specific person you want to study under um for whatever career you want to learn from or like they inspire you and you just want to maybe not meet them but you want to be like them that could be a good motivation you just have to keep you have to keep the boundary of 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 what you're doing for you and what you're doing because someone inspires you. And I think that really falls more into the distinction between inspiration and motivation. Now, for negative motivation, can you still hear me? That this yes, is, this yes, is yes, no, no. Okay. I would have told okay. you earlier I can't hear you. No, I can hear you. Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. So uh, negative motivation is more like a consequential thing. It's like, if I do this, I'll get in trouble for this. Um, the example they put here is if I don't finish this assignment in the next few hours, I'll fail my course. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's more of the negative aspect. More of the, the consequence of either doing something or not doing something. And I think I go more into, I think the reason I lack motivation is not so much because of positive or negative, but I think too much of the consequences. And so I'd rather not do it than have that negative motivation. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what do you think is negative motivation then? Like, um, I guess since I'm seeing it a different way, uh, how would you see, like, how would you not approach it, but what would you explain in a way uh, that negative motivation is? Like, is your angle the negative um, factor in it all? Or, um, I don't know. Well, by this website, they say, like, the end goal is pretty much the negative, which Ah. is why it's a negative motivation. Um, But I personally think negative motivation really stems from an insecure... The way I see it, because of the way it works for me, is that negative motivation, maybe not the end goal is negative, but just your approach to everything is negative. It could be your insecurity, your, your lack of confidence. It'll stop you from doing something because you think you're not going to end up doing it. So you lose the motivation. Mm. I think I personally, personally, I think it has to do with losing motivation As more so than a uh, negative, negative end to it. It's hard to say what's negative and positive when it comes to motivation, because usually when it comes to motivation, I see it more in a positive light. You're motivated to do something. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to reach an angle. So one of my motive, um, one of my end goals right now, currently, cause I feel like when it comes to motivation, it also has to do with goals. One of my goals right now that I'm motivated is that I want to graduate in my master's with a 4.0, right? Yeah, you're back. Um, I want to graduate with my master's in a four, with a 4.0, right? Um, when I was an undergrad, when I was getting my bachelor's, I definitely said it in the beginning when I started the program, I'm going to graduate with honors. I'm going to get above a 3.5. And I graduated with above a 3.5 in the overall degree. But in my um, degree program, I ended up with a 
So when I started my master's, I was like, I want to graduate at 4.0. For some people, it doesn't matter. I know that it's not a big deal to have your GPA because at the end of the day, when you're applying for work, they don't give a fuck about your GPA. But it's more like a personal thing. Like, I just want to do it just to say that I did it kind of situation. So a lot of times... Like, right. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, bitch, I got honors. I graduated with 4.0. You know, like, I, <laughs> that's just how I feel. But it's not because I'm calling anybody else stupid or because, I, you know, you don't have your master's, therefore I did No, it's never like that. It's more so, it's just kind of a personal goal. So, like, I'm motivated to do so. Like, I want my 4.0 for some reason. So, like, last semester, um, when my spring semester just ended... I was a little afraid that my one of my professors, because he was so strict with everything, I was going to get a lower grade. I was like, he's going to fuck up my 4.0. I was so shook. Come to find out, he gave me an A, and yeah, I still have my 4.0, and I literally have three classes left before I finish my degree program. I'm about to have a master's, Rosie, at the end of 2020. And I'm Ooh. just so fucking excited about it. And that was my motivation, because... Not only am I getting my master's, but I'm getting my master's because I know with this master's, I'm able to earn six figures somewhere if I get the right position, you know, or above 65K. And that's a goal for me. So I am motivated. And how do I do that motivation? Because I know what my end goal is. And I think focusing on the end goal is what keeps me motivated. But for certain things, I just can't do it. For instance, the whole losing weight situation. It is hard. Food is great. And I admit that, you know. And not all healthy food seems appetizing. Like, I don't want a fucking kale salad or I don't want a lettuce-wrapped burger. Like, that's great for people. Honestly, if that's what you love to do, I love to do. But I fucking love bread and I love pasta and it's hard. So I think with certain things, it's just hard for others. And I think it depends on, like, your mental state, your background, and how you see things or how you view things that could kind of lose your motivation for certain things but I really do want to get back to that 5 a.m of mine you know I would love to work wake up at 5 a.m work out and do stuff and it sucks that the gym in my building is closed because if not that would have been a perfect time to go because I'm right upstairs and I'm coming right back down to work you know but yeah I'm trying I I do try to do little things like I'm eating I'm trying to eat smaller portions now I'm listening to my stomach um I actually up my water intake finally like I wasn't doing that before when quarantine started, I fucked up my water intake, you know? Like, I was doing that water challenge with you, and I did it for, like, a good two months straight, and I fucked up once quarantine started, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, moving on. Okay, so the biggest thing for us is lack of motivation in certain things. Um, I know I really have that issue big time, but one thing that my therapist told me and that I have been trying to do. She said, just do it and the motivation will follow. So whatever you, because sometimes you don't need a reason to lose motivation. Sometimes you just. Can we take a pause for a second? This shit is strong. Well, it is Israeli, so. (laughs) All right, continue, sorry. (laughs) No, it's all right. Sometimes you, there doesn't have to be a reason why you lose motivation. Sometimes you just lose motivation. It happens. It's uh, you can be discouraged, or you could just be like, you know, what? I'm not feeling it today. Or maybe the your trick is just getting. You... Yeah. So it it happens. You it, there doesn't have to be. You don't have to look for a specific reason that you lost motivation because it just does. It occurs. Um, and I think can you. Sh- for those who have just started listening to us, Rosie has four cats, um, and one of them is a drama queen. 
Her name is Little Jagger. We call her Little now, and she loves to meow when Rosie's on camera with us, or rather recording with us. All so the time. Hear, right, or all the time, because she loves attention. So if you do hear constant meow, it's just Rosie's cat. She's lovely, by the way. She's cute. Oh, she's dramatic. I am now waving this so that she can shut up. But um, what was I saying? Um, your therapist said do it and then it will follow. And sometimes you just lose motivation because you lose motivation. There's no reason. All right. So my therapist said just, just do it and the motivation will follow. Just get started. Just jump in a little bit. I mean, jump in smartly, like toe in the water kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And the motivation will build up over time and the motivation will be there. And that is something that really stuck with me and actually helps me. Right. I apologize. My cat is just needy. It's cool. Um, all right. So since we are about almost reaching our hour mark, um, we, we're, we've tr- we're trying. So if we go over like five minutes. It's okay. We're trying. But let's just, since we've talked about all this shit already, um, let's talk about the positive side of this. How can we increase motivation? Like, how can we do better to motivate ourselves better? Like, what can we do to get us to the point where we're motivated to continue our goals? And I'm not saying, all right, one day you just don't do it. That's fine. Sometimes we need a break. Um, If you go a week without doing it, the point is that you get right back on the bandwagon. Bandwagon. Shit. Anyway. Yeah. So what are ways that we can improve um, motivation, whether we're thinking about this professionally, we found some sources, or we're talking about ourselves. Um, hold on. Can you take this for a second? Uh-huh. All right. So for me, um, personally, there's many, many ways where we could kind of motivate ourselves. And I think the biggest thing is what Rosie already had said, is the whole situation of do it and the motivation will follow. Sometimes it's not about having motivation in general or telling yourself that you're going to do this. I think it's all about just getting started. I think the hardest part about hitting our goals and becoming motivated (laughs) is getting started. I think that's the biggest like hurdle that we have. Sometimes we don't know how to start. Sometimes we're not sure where to start. Like me and Rosie have this plan right now and I told her when we could start and I'm motivated to do this. I've been having dreams about this literally and I'm ready to do this and I don't want to talk about it right now but eventually what i'm saying i've been having dreams about high school it's it's making me lose motivation and everything because i was so motivated back then right so i think a lot of what rosie said and there's not a long list to this there is no right rocket science to this because everybody's different but i think this holds the truth do it and then the motivation does follow um once you start doing it and you see how satisfying it is i think is when you start to want to do it more like, when I first started working out, I fucking hated it. But when I started doing more classes and going constantly, then I was excited about going and I wouldn't skip. No matter what anybody would tell me. I'm like, nah, I'm going to the gym today. Like, I'm going. I don't care. If it's at 5.30 in the afternoon or if it's at 5.30 in a.m., I'm going because I love these classes and I love to go. You know, some days, there were some days I did take breaks. Um, I was still going during the winter, now that I remember. Because it was right before Thanksgiving. I-, I was still going, Rosie. I'm bugging. I said September. I started going to the gym in November. Right before Thanksgiving break. Anyway, not the point. The point is that I had to, to start getting up regardless just to get it done. If not, I don't think I would have do, done it. Because I don't think anything's going to motivate me unless I just start doing it by myself. And that's the big thing. Or finding ways that satisfy me to do it. Like I said, I want to go to the gym, but I fucking hated working out. Why? Because I hated being on the treadmill and I hated um, just doing stationary shit. 
until I started joining the classes and seeing how cardio classes just made me feel better is when I enjoyed going. I even took a fucking ballet class because I was bored. But just finding the things. So, I th- all right. So let me leave you with this. In order for you to be motivated or for you to get motivation, start to start doing the things that you know are good for you, like make you feel good. So in order for the motivation to work, you have to find ways in which you're happy doing these things, correct? Like for the gym, for me, if I know that I like taking classes and maybe taking more classes is the way to go for me. Unlike other people who um, are just big gym buffs and say, no, I need to lift weights only, you know? So find what works for you and then say what, do what Rosie said. <laughs> do it and the motivation will follow. <laughs> well, actually, my therapist said that. Yes, um, you're but- mentioning it, yeah. But to, uh, very quickly, I did find a couple sources that can, oh my god, now I have cats playing with the drum set. I cannot win right now. I hate working from home. I am going nuts. But <laughs> it's from thing, time, I have coworkers. <laughs> time.com, I found a list of five things that um, can help, or 15 ways to motivate yourself and others. And I'll just list a few of them off very quickly, in uh, time permitted. One, connect to your values. Two, find your why. Three, change your why. Four, change your how. And that I think is a big one because sometimes just changing your perspective on things could make the motivation just hit you like a car. So So not why you're doing it, but how you're doing it. Yes. So that goes back to the whole, what I said, do it, do what makes you feel good. Like do what works for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, five was remember the feeling six shift to past, present, or the future seven, find a meaningful metaphor, eight, take action, nine, link it to good feelings. Okay. 10, impress yourself first. So it's not about the outside people. It is all about the inside people, which is yourself and whatever many Mm -hmm. voices you have. I mean, it could be about uh, outside people, but if you can't impress yourself first, then it's not going to, you're probably not going to impress anyone else. Right. And I think um, that goes back to like our self series and everything too. A lot of the stuff that we speak about in the podcast has nothing to do with outside influences. It's all about the inside. It's all about you and your, you yourself and you, you yourself and you, you know what I'm trying to say. There's no equivalent to me, myself and I. (laughs) It's just you you yourself and you. Yeah, you, yourself and you. Um, so yeah, I just think, um, yeah, I, I guess this episode doesn't really touch much on what we wanted to say because I rambled in the beginning and I'm so sorry for that. Um, I'm hoping for a better week next week. But um, yeah, motiv- just, just just know that motivation is not an easy thing to come by. You know, like yeah. it's not, it's not always going to be a one, two, three thing. There is another uh, couple of points on this article. We're going to obviously post it, but so you can read the details about them. But one, this one I think is really important. It's called, it says choose to. Mm-hmm. Because when you say you have to, you must, you should, it weakens the motivation. So change your outlook you on it. Change your view on it. Choose to. Your perspective. So rather than I have to go to the gym because I have to lose weight, lose weight, I choose to go to the gym because I have a goal in mind or I choose to go do dance classes because I want to get better at this. I choose to do yoga because I want to be more flexible or I choose to do squats because I want my ass to look better. Mm-hmm. Though no one's going to see it, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, okay. Um, of course, you know, um, 
some of these things, ideologies and stuff are going to be repeated eventually in the future. And we're going to get into it more. Like I said, this is our first time and our first season doing this podcast. And, you know, people start from the beginning and we're going to get there. So if you're not with us right now, we understand, but we're, we're trying. <laughs> um, I guess we could wrap up with the topic for today, which is all about motivation. Um, I think we'll leave it with just with that. Like it all has to do with you and your perspective on things. So change your perspective and the motivation will follow and do it and the motivation will follow. Mm-hmm. Just do it. <laughs> um, for our last segment. So of course we have three, no, four segments on the show. Yes. One, yeah, we have four segments on the show. Um, so our last segment is our wine drunk. And for those who don't know, our wine drunk is basically stories that happen to us. Of course, we're in quarantine, so our stories are a little bit more limited because we're not out there to experiment. But I can't say that I did miss brunch so much that I actually created my own this weekend. Um, so I decided to do breakfast tacos with home fries and pineapple mimosas. Because, <laughs> excuse me, I don't like the orange mimosas. So I don't like regular mimosas. I'm just not a fan of like regular mimosas. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the type of champagne they use in restaurants, but I decided to mix Prosecco with pineapple juice. And I'm telling you, it is fucking amazing. And I made breakfast tacos with carne asada, guacamole, a jalapeno sauce, and eggs. And on the side, I had home fries. And it was delicious. My mom came over and she was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know. (laughs) That sounds phenomenal. Yes, I can't wait till this is all over. I really want to do a big brunch at my house where everyone brings like a plate of like brunch food or something and we kind of just pick and choose what we want. I have a feeling no one's going to bring, well, no, we'll probably all bring food, but we'll also bring more alcohol than we will bring food. Well, no shit. (laughs) But yeah, you know. Well, it says a lot because we're foodies. So So, yeah. So you have a wine truck, Rosie? I do not. All right. So I guess we'll wrap up the episode for today. So if you want to follow us um, on Instagram, this is the only social media we have at the moment, is one little pod in Insta- on Instagram. And if you want to email us, it's one little pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and we'll li- hear you next week. Well, you'll hear us next week. Rosie says bye. <laughs> bye. Sorry, I have, working from home sucks, guys. Yeah, Just- I know. <laughs> All right, see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>